Hi, I'm John Erickson Tata with an encouraging story about older age. And it's not only encouraging, but there's a great Bible verse that goes with it, something that every senior enjoys reading. <laughs> and it's from Philippians chapter 1, verses 21 and 24. It says, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me, yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. <sighs> you know, you don't have to be a senior, an older person to love that verse. With 50 years in my wheelchair, believe me, I desire to depart and be with Christ. <laughs> But there's the rest of that sentence. Yet, it is more necessary that I remain. You know, whenever I think about that, I recall my grandmother who'd lived to be a ripe old age. So old, in fact, that as a teenager, I wondered why God allowed her to linger in so much suffering. Grandmother Landwehr had to leave her cherished home to come live with us. My sister Jay moved out of her bedroom and in with Kathy and me. My siblings and I ran errands for Grandmom. We read to her. We took on extra chores so that our mother would be free to tend to extra laundry, cleaning, and cooking. Grandmother Landwehr changed our family dynamics. Some might say that was a bad thing. But for our family, having my grandmother live with us was a very good thing because her presence with us and all that it entailed required that my sisters and I become a lot less self-focused. As my Lutheran grandmother lie in bed, she probably prayed those words from Philippians chapter 1. She probably told God in her prayers, Oh, Lord, I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it was more necessary for us, my sisters and me, that she remain, that she stay with us, that she, she linger in our home and not rush off to heaven before the appointed time. It was necessary because her presence helped change the character of me and my sisters. We became more giving. We became more flexible, more, more understanding, more patient. We learned how to serve despite the inconvenience. All this to say, sometimes our suffering is mostly for the benefit of others. God did not, quote, take my grandmother home before he had taught us how to serve selflessly. Now here's the thing. Was God only using my grandmother's hardship for our benefit? <laughs> oh, hardly, <laughs> because Paul explains later in verses 25 and 26, he says, Convinced of this, I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that through my being with you, again, your joy in Jesus will overflow. Now listen to this. Your joy will overflow on account of me. Wow. God accomplished much in my life through my grandmother, and it is all accrued to her eternal account. Grandmom didn't even know it, but oh, what an investment she made in my life. And God, as generous as he is, will compensate her in eternity. He will reward her for the lessons that we learned. My point? That we may understand that one of the primary reasons we go through suffering is to benefit others. True, our sufferings may benefit us at the time, but we must not forget that godly responses to hard times not only do us good, it does a world of good for all those around us. And friend, that is the more necessary thing the Lord may want you to learn today.